A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Well... It is a pleasure to have uh, with me right now, Sean Harvey. Uh, Sean, obviously a lot of us know you through Welcome to Wrexham. Um, I know you from the EFL and going back to I think 2011 with iFollow, uh, as well as working with Leeds and, and kind of a really proud proud history in terms of uh, executives, executive positions um, at the different clubs. The, the, the first question I have for you too, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, for a lot of our viewers, uh, especially those who are Wrexham fans, uh, we're going to talk a lot about about how to watch Wrexham matches. We've been really, I mean, pleasantly surprised with Welcome to Wrexham season one and season two. It's been fantastic. Season three is going to be coming out next year. But so for those Wrexham fans who may not know, they can stream every single match. What was your involvement going back to 2011 when you did you were in charge of the EFL uh, with iFollow? I mean, how, how involved were you in coming up with uh the solution, the streaming solution. Yeah, no, the, the world has a funny way, doesn't it, of coming of coming round and rewarding you for uh, efforts of, of of the past. So you know, so I I created I follow. Um, now we we created we created it for EFL clubs who because there was an obvious gap in the international rights sales. Whereby the the only games that were ever broadcast live were those games that had been picked for broadcast in in the UK, so domestically, and obviously that that same game was then made available to overseas overseas broadcast partners. So, and that's why before two thousand and eleven, there was very few EFL games actually shown in the US, and indeed all the way around the world. Mm-hmm. And we had a really simple philosophy. And, and that is, if you if you are a supporter of a particular team, and you have access to watch your team play, you will do that over and above watching any other club or any other match. Because you know, football as as you're learning through the documentary, it's very tribal, and you know, your team is your team. You don't tend to change it from uh, from from chi- from childhood all the way all the way through all the way through your life. So you know. If you so, if you adopt the principle, you would watch your team at any one time. The mission that we had at the EFL was to give fans that opportunity. Now, of course, these were fans who were overseas, so you know, effectively, it was never going to Im- negatively impact on the attendance on the day because you know, an expat who was out in Australia or the US wasn't coming back for the game, so we were able to keep get them back in touch with a football club that that they'd formed this long-term link. And so it was a combination of two things. It was a combination of financial gain for the clubs 
and actually to ensure that the EFL's footprint continue to grow outside the traditional right sales cycle. Now, how does it feel? I mean, what does it feel like being on the other side of of, of the table? Because you you, you help create uh, I follow. Now you work, you mean, uh, very closely with Wrexham. How does it feel on the other side to actually kind of be working with I follow? Uh, oh, it's brilliant. I, it, it's it's great because you know, there's, actually, I mean, the I follow arrangement has one year left uh, mm-hmm. from the original deal that we that we set up now, and. You know, being able to utilise it and actually see now how it benefits a football club from the football club side is brilliant. Now we've we've obviously had the horrible COVID pandemic in the middle, yeah, and you know that that introduced streaming and non traditional broadcast to the world in a way that it probably never 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 been envisaged. And, you know, it certainly wasn't envisaged when we created it. I've explained why we did it. But actually what streaming did and actually having a platform like iFollow was able to do very quickly was it was able not just to take games into the into the living room of fans overseas, but actually whilst the COVID pandemic was on, actually kept domestic supporters in touch with their football club and in, and in fact that's what how football generally survived through the covid pandemic was on was utilizing this platform so what it actually what the covid pandemic did was actually normalize streaming of games particularly in the uk where that that method of consum- sports consumption wasn't as great so the pandemic created the need and the the need and that need has now become an element of of the normality so you know that's why i genuinely believe the uptake in streaming has been so great in in recent times mm-hmm. and you know why now when people are looking at broadcasting packages generally streaming and accessibility to games and you know the article 48 debate is bound to continue to run because everybody has been able to sample it but generally you know, there's this. There's, it always brings a wry smile to my face when you hear of Wrexham fans all the way around the world now being able to watch every single game, every single league game live. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a little part of me that thinks, "Yeah, I had something to do with. I, well, I did create that at the outset, and now we're actually benefiting it, and we're probably benefiting from it more than any other club in in the in the UK." I was going to ask you that too. Like, where does Wrexham rank in the football league as far as subscriptions uh, to? So they don't issue ranking tables. Okay. Now the the reality is they don't issue ranking tables for any number of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's not a strictly it's not a strict comparison between. You know, this this is about fan bases overseas. So right. it doesn't yeah. actually necessarily relate to size of clubs. And, you know, if you've got a bigger fan base as a League Two club than a championship club, you can't – they're all grown and developed in different ways. So so a com- I, I don't know that a comparison would be particularly helpful. From my experience, I genuinely suspect more people are watching Wrexham overseas on the iFollow network than any other club in the EFL. Wow, even more so than like Leeds United or uh, some of the Championship clubs, perhaps. Well, you know, there's two there's two things that go in Wrexham's favour. The first mm-hmm. one is that we're able to stream all our games or all our league games, which means you know fans can genuinely put 
you know, a bookmark in the in the in the family calendar that mm-hmm. says, you know, three three p.m. UK time on a Saturday. Yeah, you can watch you can watch you can watch Wrexham because most of our games are played at three p.m. And the deal that the AFL has subsequently done for broadcasting rights means that all League One and League Two games are available. Championship fixtures get displaced mm-hmm. from from their normal from 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 three pm on a Saturday. So the appointment yeah. of view is a lot more is a lot more difficult to to manage. Now, saying that, of course, you know if you are a fan of that club, you will what you will find that club's game, mm-hmm. but. Ultimately, you know, the documentary I genuinely believe has made Wrexham the most popular EFL club internationally. Now, every once in a while, uh, it's usually during an international break, we will get one or two games from either League One or League Two on ESPN Plus for streaming. Uh, usually, you I mean, it's, I mean, obviously the championship's not playing, neither yeah. is the Premier League. Um, Wrexham has not been chosen as any of those for ESPN Plus for international. Uh, as of this season, other than FA Cup games, of course, is there? Does the do clubs have any say in this? Is is or is there something like an EFL decision where they're saying, okay, no? I mean, it's, strict, it's strictly an EFL and broadcaster decision. I mean, there is limits. You know, any one club in League One or League Two can only be shown four times in terms of league games that season. Okay, uh, but the gen, the gen, but the general, generally, I think, I think there's twenty over the period of the season, and no, we haven't been sele- we haven't been selected yet, uh, and and I don't think we should read anything into or out of that. In fairness, it's probably it's probably as much that there's been other games that have been as attractive, more attractive to a domestic audience because that you know we talked earlier about what the traditional distribution method was so these are the traditional games that were selected for broadcast in the UK that are then made available to ESPN yeah so you know so when when you when you look at when you look at the mixture between league 1 and league 2 you know whilst Wrexham has this massive following in the US actually the selection's been made to satisfy the requirements of the domestic UK market so that's that's the that's the driving influence. There's there's no doubt in my mind that Wrexham will feature in one of those slots, but it's probably more likely to be towards the end of the season, end of the season, you know, the business end mm-hmm. when we you know, when when titles are uh, when titles are being shown and are up for are up for are up, are up, are up for grabs. Okay. Now I think you mentioned just a couple of minutes ago, a few minutes ago about uh, I follow. It's it's going to be. Uh, basically end of the contract within the next year uh what's your stance on that I mean, is that something you want to see i follow continue uh and the reason i asked that too also because i think the the international tender that went out from the efl gives the option as a possibility for a broadcaster to go ahead and take all of the inventory and then have that available to stream uh if there's an opportunity if it makes business sense where, where, where do you stand on, on the future of i follow so, so I mean, iFollow was created at a particular time for for a specific purpose, and what 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 iFollow has successfully done is 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 being able to prove that if you make live match content available, mm-hmm. fans fans will fans will watch it, and it is a, it goes back to the principle of watching your team, whoever whoever your team is. So so un, it's not a un, it's not a surprise to me. That the international rights tender that's that's out 
is offering this opportunity to replace iFollow, but it's only replacing iFollow as the AFL's product with an alternative streaming product that may be better placed in the marketplace six years on from when we created iFollow. So I, I look at it, I look at it with an element of satisfaction because it means the decision that we made six years ago was actually right. And if this is the next organic step to be able to take it forward, that's not a failing of iFollow. It's actually an acceptance that the concept was right. And there now, there now may be a better way of packaging all those games to generate more, to generate increased revenue yeah. for, for, for the clubs of the, of the AFL. I mean, you know, people often run a comparison between, um, I follow and ML, the MLB's prod, MLB TV, which I have the products called now the MLS product. And, you know, people point to being a lot more individuals, a lot more subscribers to some of those US-based products. Well, point number one, those US products have been around a lot longer. Point yeah. number two is that they offer the, it's a league-wide collective subscription, so you can watch any 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 game you wish. These are in the UK version is you, you're actually buying an individual pass to watch your team play. Yeah. But the, so the two are never actually really comparable. And shouldn't be because they're actually structured for a complete for a, in a completely different way for a completely different purpose. Because if you add the if you add the revenue from the rest of the EFL sales mm-hmm. to the iFollow, then that's that's probably the nearer comparison. But of course, that that actually takes a wider and deeper understanding of where this started from. And, and ultimately, how the broadcast landscape in the UK has traditionally been has traditionally been structured. So I'm I'm I, I'm 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 fascinated to see where this ends up, because any as long as games are available easily and at a cost that is manageable for the majority of fans, then I'm not wedded to I follow as a the only the only route to market there mm-hmm. may be better routes to market i mean i i personally would love to see wrexham games free to air in the us every single week mm-hmm. and whilst that could have a significant financial negative impact onto our pnl actually as long as it's readily available and easily accessible, we'd probably take our chance that we'd get generate more by creating a bigger fan base than we would from revenue from individual subscribers. So I'm I'm genuinely fascinated to see what the what the views of the broad you know the, the broadcasters and for broadcasters the streamers the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Is on this particular on this particular option. I just hope that the process that the EFL runs enables those elements to be carved out in such a way as we can identify the value, rather than being rolled up and packaged together for the you know as as as, as one as one deal. And I think the you know the EFL is certainly a lot wiser today than it was six years ago when we started on this venture. 
Yeah. Because yeah. by definition, it has to be. You know, right. we were we we were working on principles, gut react, gut gut feel, mm-hmm. and a general view that this is something that we needed to do. Now, the six years worth of or five years worth of evidence. Yep. That suggests that this why this why this may work. So I would say I, I can only go back to the fact that I'm absolutely fascinated to see the response. And if that leads to a move away from iFollow to any form of central distribution or even specific club distribution, whether that's paid for or free to air, I'm I'm genuinely comfortable with wherever we end up, as long as Everybody is able to rec- to access Rexon games wherever they are in the world. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, it is fascinating. I mean, to me, like iFollow was transformative. I mean, as personally as a fan of Swansea City for my whole entire lifetime, originally from, from South Wales, and being able to watch every single home match and away match. And when iFollow did launch, there were a number of clubs that didn't go to the iFollow platform. They had their own kind of basically internal uh, TV streaming service. And, and many of them have gone to the iFollow model because, I mean, I think it, there's a lot of advantages to it, definitely. But that's interesting in terms of uh, where this goes, because it could go a, a, a number of different places. And like you said, too, uh, whichever place it goes is going to be a plus. Probably some, if it is carved out on its own, it might be a, possibly a bigger plus than than uh, being as the collective. But the collective could be fantastic too. I think one of the criticisms that we've we've heard about iFollow in the past has been that some fans, sure they're a fan of say Leicester City or uh, Leeds United, but from in America, but they wanted to be able to actually have a pass where they could watch all the championship games. Uh, and the same would be for League One or League Two. Do you think that's that could be a possibility where that that opens up an, a, a league wide subscription? It, it, it could it could well be, and but it, it all depends on how does that sit alongside the traditional the traditional distribution? Um, mm-hmm. Because you know ultimately you know every rights holder around the world buys access to the games that are being shown domestically in the U in the UK. So there's a you know, there's a significant check that goes alongside that, and that's only additional revenue to what's being generated from the UK. Mm-hmm. So the UK market's still going to have 
you know, specific premium live games with an element of exclusivity to one broadcaster to drive to drive value. Yeah. So I, that's that, we are at this really interesting crossroads because you know, does making every game available overseas as a league wide product generate more for the collective? than the individual distribution for a single club discuss. And, you know, the reality of the situation is we are only going to know the answer to that one probably after the next two or three broadcast cycles. We're not going to know it this time Mm -hmm. because it's a learning curve all the way through. And, you know, we sat there six years ago, and as, as, as you heard me describe it earlier, it was a gut react. It was we knew we needed to do it, which makes it easy. We yep. knew we had nothing to lose; that there was no revenue coming in at this moment in time. So we were able to apply first instincts. The actual decision's harder. It's easier and harder in the same breath. It's easier in so much that there's a proven model, which means people are interested. But it's harder because it's now more complex, and the actual decision making process, based on the facts that exist actually makes it a harder decision than we took in the first instance. Certainly certainly to come out of it yeah. with any element of certainty of uh, success because who who knows whether the collective is stronger than the individual parts. You know, it, it's fairly obvious and you know to use a re, you know, to use a you know a probably a political comparison. Wrexham would probably make Wrexham will make more money from sales individually. Than our friends at Accrington Stanley, right? And the question is: so Accrington Stanley would probably, I would suggest, su- suggest that the collect, you know, that everything should go into the collective pot mm-hmm. and be shared that way. And you could, you know, Wrexham would have a very good reason to argue that it should keep its own individual, um, individual yeah. revenue. I mean, the hybrid is that each club keeps its, the revenue that's generated from its home, from the home game. You're right. If you're going to do that, you do have to do it as a league-wide product. Mm-hmm. Because we all know that in that to make a fan subscribe every single game to a different a different so website to watch the game is going you know that novelty is going to wear off fairly quickly, right? And, and be a bar to subscription. Mm-hmm. So you know, and it's that's one of the main reasons why when the I, when I follow was created, each club keeping its own revenue was mm-hmm. a. We genuinely felt that was the right thing to do to give clubs a vested interest in growing the service. You know, after all, they were their fans. Mm-hmm. And the second one was that if you didn't do it that way, and every home every club home club kept its own revenue, then you you do get to this position where somebody has to subscribe every single week. Or well, every single time you're playing away from home, yeah, yeah, and that, that novelty will soon wear off, even for a lifelong Swansea fan. <laughs> Absolutely, especially with uh, streaming the way it is, more so in the United States, perhaps with so many different options to see different leagues, different competitions, etc. It does get pretty confusing, which is one of the reasons why World Soccer Talk exists to try to explain it all. Um, the last question I have for you, Sean, is is I, I know it's a moving target because some of these things sometimes take longer or sometimes go a lot faster than, than expected. But when do you think a decision would be reached in terms of, of a bro- kind of the next broadcast window? In, well, the, so the domestic, I mean, the domestic, the domestic positions 
result, you know, is is now is now done. I, you know, obviously the packages have been sold to you know to, to Sky for the EFL. Mm-hmm. You know that that basically means Article Forty Eight is going to survive inside the inside the UK, right? So, so that's the first set of parameters that's set for the international market. Yeah. You know, there's going to be no mass broadcast inside the UK. So any 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 additional games are going to need their own. You know, they're going to need their own production, which probably goes goes somewhere towards answering or restricting the options. But the domestic market was always going to come first. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I suspect Janu- in January or February there'll be some significant uh, moves. I think I think the first thing the EFL have got to decide is whether they're going to go sell the rights market by market, or whether they're going to or whether they're going to sell the rights to an agency for an amount and let the agency deal with and t- take 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 the chance, take the risk on being able to sell the rights on mm-hmm. at a you know at at at, at, a, at a profit. You know, and you know, ultimately, you know, the league has always, well, has historically for many years taken the guaranteed money from an agency, right? But this, but you know, the experience, the experience of where, of where everything, of of where we've, where the league has gone, mm-hmm. that may give it this, may provide its opportunity for it to do it itself this time in very much the same way as the Premier League does. Yep. So. There's so much. So, so, so there are some, you know, there's, there's some real big, there's some real big decisions on the horizon. But, but I suspect to give everybody a fair chance, then it it, it can't be certain. It, it certainly won't be any later than February 2024. Okay. Well, Sean, I mean, you're responsible for I follow. Obviously, played a major role with Wrexham and continue to do so. Uh, League Two to me has been one of the most fascinating uh, divisions. In, in England this this uh, season thus far, of course, the Knox counties of the world, uh, Swindon's, Wrexham's, et cetera. It's been fascinating and, and uh, having you along along for the ride in terms of experiencing this all. Um, it's just, and I follow, I, I really think was, was very transformative in terms of what, what it did at, at that time, which was a massive change, which was very revolutionary. Um, so so thanks to you for, for bringing it to this stage and, and let's see where it goes from here. Yeah, and as uh, you know, well, well, th- thank you. And you know, listen, the, the Wrexham ride is is, is great. It, it it allows me to utilize thirty years of experience in, cl- in club football and competi- and competitions to try and yeah help Rob and Ryan get to a position where they maximize the opportunity that they've been able to create in the shortest possible period of time. You know, because because ultimately, you know, the, the the impetus behind Wrexham will never be greater than it is now, mm-hmm. and we've obviously got what we've got to do is to elongate and extend that as as long as we can as we can. Well, you know, the the extension of it comes down to Robin Ryan remain, you know, Robin Ryan's presence, you know, documentary continuing. That's where the impetus and the acceleration comes from. But you know what we've got to do is during that time is to make the maximum, you know, the maximum opportunity or the maximum benefit from those opportunities that we're given. And uh, you can be you can be assured that everybody at Wrexham will be doing everything we can to ensure that anybody in the US who wants to watch Wrexham live has that opportunity both now and in the future. Yeah, and the best way to do that is go to the Wrexham website, and you'll find all the information about 
how to watch those home matches or away matches uh, for any of our uh, viewers or listeners uh, in the United States. Uh, Sean Harvey, Absolutely. go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, so much. Absolutely. Every, everything's, everything's on the website. Everybody's welcome, you know, and the experience of watching Wrexham live, you know, mm-hmm. many, many people from many, many people from the US have actually come over to the uh, Stoke Kairas to, to actually watch a live game, which is a, a wonderful experience. Having had the experience of seeing it on, seeing it on the documentary. You know, but the next best thing is, is to immerse yourself in the Saturday afternoon experience of watching the team, of watching, of watching the team in live action. You know, and as you said, very helpfully suggested, all, all you know, all the all the all the all the information as to how to sign up is on the website. So, uh, you know, please feel free. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.